<sighs> All right. Here we are. Here we are. It's that time again. Round two. Oh, we're definitely recording now. Yeah. Freaking. Can't believe it. Like, yeah. It's that time again. It's time for yet another episode of Real Talk Stories. Where everybody's got a story, especially here in the um, beautiful country of Colombia. In the lovely city of Medellin. Latin America in the house. All my Latinos, yeah, Latinas. I tried like, um, I tried, uh, I tried using the term Latinx um, down here in Latin America. And there's not a single Latino or a Latina that knows what the fuck that means. Right. And I was like, oh, wait, like Latinx is literally just what like white people that think they're being politically correct call Latino people. That's pretty much majority of the people use Latin X. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a term until. It sounds like an English word. It doesn't even sound like like it's an Espanol. It barely even sounds English. Like Latin X. Like that's not. Yeah. Like I don't even think like the X sound is even in Latin. You never Uh, hear. Yeah, you know, I think you're right. I I haven't seen that or heard that. I'm pretty sure X in in Latin in Espanol like is pronounced like an H. It's like huh. It's not Latin X. Like what the fuck? It's like the whitest thing. Like can white people please just try stop trying to like name other people? Like give other people names? Like other cultures and races names? Like let, let them name them. Let them name themselves. But yeah, we're managing. It's great. It's beautiful. <sighs> Weather's wonderful. It's like it's like if it's like it's like if it's like God is controlling the central air in this. It's like if 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 a city, if God gave a city central air and then just like automatically controlled it himself, it would be Medellin. Mm. Like w- nice and warm during the day, but not too hot. Do any of the places here even have like cool a built-in heater or con- air con- AC system or anything? It's probably um, the- yeah, you know what? Down in Laurelis, um, I've noticed a lot of places with AC units. It must get hot there maybe because it's just like sitting in the valley. Stagnant Just like and smoggy water. and hot. Mm. but up here in the hills no not really i mean i could see having a little heater to be honest just for like nights when you want to like be extra toasty yeah but that's just me also just being a wussy (laughs) like oh no it's it's like almost 65 it's almost like below 70 yeah but i guess that's like such a you know personal preference type of thing that you know most nights you probably wouldn't even need it so they don't bother i mean i'm They're like hey if you're spoiled enough and uh to want to to want your own little heater then you know, what is the temperature here right now probably like 68 <sighs> in the middle of the night yeah laurelis i've noticed some some ac units there which is weird we went to laurelis tonight we had bone marrow shout out to bone marrow Delicious, not bone marrow transplants. I don't think it'd be delicious to eat a bone marrow transplant. No, I don't even know how that process works. There's probably been some messed up doctors that have done that, though. Eating the bone marrow? Doctors are like the most... There's like... When a doctor's messed up, they're like really messed up. They're like like normal people messed up. Like when a normal person's messed up, they're a little weird. I feel like all doctors are a little messed up. I have many stories. they go way down that road. Oh, jeez. <laughs> many stories of Not, messed up doctors? Oh, yeah. From myself and also my friends. I mean, you can talk about it. It's a safe space. 
That's okay. We can talk about your yeah messed I mean, up doctor experiences. I, like I think they're just out there, you know. They think that just out there in the world. No, I mean like they're you know. I mean, I could talk about my experience with my Russian family doctor. I don't even think that's uh. Your Russian family doctor? Yeah, I had a family doctor for like majority of my life that like my parents chose and he was Russian. He was really fat by the way too, which is really strange for a doctor, you know? He was really fat? Yeah, he was like obese. What? An obese doctor. What yeah. The fuck? That's when you know that something's wrong. But um I came to his office Oh no. During like, I think it was like eighteen or something and like I just got diagnosed with some things and I came to his office and I was like, Oh hey, here's my diagnosis and he looked at it and he was like no, this is wrong. Like you, it doesn't make sense for a person like you to have these things. And I was like, oh, but I mean, I just got diagnosed by professionals. Maybe they are onto something. And he was like, no, um, what you should do is you should go on runs every day. Just do, just, you know, do 5k and you'll start probably feeling better. And I was, I was like, what? Okay. Really? yeah, dead ass. And also the whole time we were having this conversation he was staring at my chest the oh, whole no. time. I I'm, I may have, you know, I was 18. I was 18. But that was, like, super weird. Why are dudes so pervy? I don't know. It's fucking nuts. And, like, the whole time, too. It, you, you couldn't, you know, it's not like you could just ignore it. You're just like, oh, I'm sitting in this office. Like, I don't know how to feel anymore. I don't know what to say. I was like, uh, you know. Yeah. But anyways, that dudes was one experience. Dudes are so pervy. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, anyways, nice, <laughs> nice little, so little side path of doctors and their perviness. But regardless of a doctor's perviness, I think almost all doctors would say that bone marrow is healthy. Mm-hmm. So I don't want us to lose sight of that. If you eat meat, if you're a meat eater, meat is murder. So if you're a passion murderer, at least make it worth it. Eat some bone marrow because that's definitely like something. I mean, that's. If meat is ever murder, then definitely like a linear cut bone, a bone cut in half linear, definitely feels a little murderous. Yeah. But bone marrow packed with collagen, vitamins, minerals, very healthy. Mm-hmm. We felt reborn after it. Totally. It was our own little personal Easter. It's pretty magical, actually. Own little personal Easter. You probably don't know that reference. Absolutely not. No. There's songs like my own little personal Jesus, you know, <laughs> No. you're going to make me play it, aren't you? I'm kind of curious I'm now, but I don't think it. that, yeah. What year is that from? It. Old. I don't know. <laughs> old. It's old as me. It's probably not. It's probably actually not as old as me. It's probably, old, it's probably like younger than me, which is mm. tough. Mm. Still kicking. <laughs> Not shout out to Bone Arrow. What else should we shout out? This is going to be a short episode. I think we'll probably... Shout out to Pho also, you For know? For real. Yeah, Pho's solid. Shout Pho out to Pho. Vietnamese people. Yeah. Shout out to Pho. Shout out to Vietnamese. You know what? I've never felt bad after eating Vietnamese food. For real. I mean, it's yeah. pretty good. It's just like fresh veggies and like broths, and, you know? Yeah. Gotta watch out though. The French influenced Pho locks. The French colonized Vietnam. So they, in, they influenced like... Vietnamese cuisine a lot. That's like why you you know like the bomb you know like bomb you know like bami. That's a French influenced dish. Bami. Yeah. You know what bami is. Yeah, like the sandwich. Yeah. What's the, it on? 
bun. Hint, sandwich. Yeah, bun. What kind of bread is that? White bread. Specifically, what kind like of white bread? Baguette looking thing? Yeah, what would you call those baguettes? Uh, French bread? French bread? Yeah. I mean, baguette. Yeah. Where do right. baguettes come from? France. Yeah. They're definitely like whipping up baguettes in the rice patties of Vietnam. Wow. So, okay, so what else? What, what other Vietnamese dish? Well, to be honest, to bring it back around, I mean, that's, I have a theory on bone marrow. Because bone marrow, you only see it in French restaurants, right? Ooh, that's an interesting thing. In general, thought. that's kind of a French thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. but the French just like drown in butter. Like they just drown everything in butter. Fucking French. Yeah. So I think that that, I think that adding that bone, having that bone marrow, having that bone marrow as... It's kind of, it's probably French influence, you know? I wonder when that became a thing, actually. What, bone marrow? Yeah, but with bone marrow, like, served in a Vietnamese restaurant. You know, oh, that, wow. that, that, that's something I've seen just recently, so. I'm sure people are going to, are Googling it right now. Let me just Google that. Speaking of Google, not, I'm not shouting out Google. Google's been really messing up lately. I will shout out Freakonomics, the podcast. Um, they brought, they had a good episode. Go check it out. Um, go sh- check out Freakonomics episode about a month ago. It was about the like sort of like the history of Google and how Google's just been messing up lately, which they have been. I don't know if you all have noticed that, but like the Google searches just aren't quite bringing the results that you would want lately. And Google Half Maps, the time they're wrong weird. too. Gosh, it's like what's up? What's up, Google? Like you know, I already gave you all of my information, granted you access to like all of my phone. I've literally got a Google phone. And I'm just like, yes, you can just have all my info. All I want to know is like the most relevant result for like the history of Google, for example. Right. They're you, blocking those. Do you think maybe they're starting to give personalized results as opposed to like... I think they always kind of have, right? Because they said the Freakonomics podcast is basically about how like their main policy of like revenue driver is like ad placement mm-hmm. and personalized ad f- to better fit what you're searching so i would say definitely so they prioritize that over like accurate information yeah that's kind of horrifying though that's like you know people pleasing (laughs) almost like you know like make you happy and then like you go on with your day being like oh like i love my google results the consumer being consumed yeah it's kind of poetic actually to be honest the the, the 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 consumerism culture is pretty pretty fucked actually that is poet that is fucked but there's a poetic aspect to like the consumer becoming the product. It's like there's sort of that like that you know that 360 you being know. fully consumed, just consumed. I mean, it feels like a lot of what American culture is is like being a professional consumer. You know what I mean? Like going out and consuming things. You know. You know. I mean, that's kind of like what everything is. It's like. Thanksgiving, it's all about gathering. I mean, the you know, the traditional sense of Thanksgiving, it's all about gathering around with the family and, you know, sharing this food. But really, it's just like consumption. Like, oh, we'll just kill this animal and consume it and pick these veggies and consume them and watch this football game and consume it. Like, it's just... It's become like a whole industry, actually. Humans are like such like cyborg techno savages. We're just like, ah, consume. It's like this giant freaking machine of consumption. 
speaking of consumption, shout out to Triangle of Sadness. Ah, yes, the film we finally got to watch. Triangle. Of, this this episode should literally be titled uh, our review, Luxie and Lexi's <laughs> review of uh, Triangle of Sadness. I thought it was a brilliant film, to be honest. It was really great, actually. I, yeah, you know, I really liked how they did it in like the three parts, and it kind of like unexpectedly took you along this path. And suddenly you're like, oh, wow, all this is happening. And like, you know, you're, you're following it. And yeah, it was an experience. Mm-hmm. It was a cinematic experience. I was honestly expecting. I kind of felt like I was there with I them. Was expe- I, was, I was expecting a part four. I, yeah. It's, it, it's like. I didn't like the ending. I mean, <sighs> the ending was, it shouldn't have been the ending. There should have been more. Films ending without endings is so trending right now. Yeah. Like non-endings are trending. Seriously. I feel like people like, are trying to be more like artistic. There's been a lot of films lately where the film just like kind of ends and you're like, wait, 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 hold on. This is not, we're not, this is not the end of the world as we know it. You know that one? No? No, I don't. R.E.M. Sold too. Oh, I do oh. know R.E.M. actually. but I just feel like modern songs, like none of this, these modern songs are very catchy. I mean, that's because I'm like, like just not in the loop, but it just seems like... Like there's not like let's hu- like I can't hum any songs that are out right now at all. Right, you know what I f- you know what I find myself humming pretty frequently actually in my head. What? Don't stop me now by Queen for some reason. It's I don't just even know that song. What? Don't stop me now, cause I'm having such wait good time. Having a I don't th- know if that's what? like the right key for that song. Maybe. I'm not. I don't sing. Okay, don't judge me. But um, I don't sing and I don't dance. Yeah, pretty much. But don't Fair. stop me now by Queen. What do you mean? That's like. What do you mean? What I mean? I just, it's like one of their most well-known songs. I mean, I, I, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I don't know it. Damn. Okay. You like it? I do actually. It's like you know. No, I have no idea. If you, if you if you're like feeling a little down or whatever, put that song on. Be, get back always. up on your feet. Yeah, it's good. cheer me up. Yeah, no, totally. You, put it on repeat. you shall put this song on repeat till you cheer up. I'll play it for you after this podcast. You'll know what it like, is. Is there an acoustic version? Probably. I would not be surprised at all. It's like one of the most famous songs of all time, actually. I'm not really surprised at all about anything anymore. And just literally, like, the aliens could come down, like, flashing lights, like, rainbow, like, like, beams of, like, holographic images of them saying there are overlords. And I'd be like, mm, that's chill. Do you find that it's because you're disappointed with humanity? I'm not disappointed. You have to have expectations to be disappointed. I have no expectations at all for humanity. I guess that's because at a certain point you abandoned them. No. No. I never really have them. I mean, what? What? I don't really expect anything from humanity at this point. I think like I mean, a little bit of honesty and some compassion. At a certain a bit of point, honesty and empathy. Other than that, I'm fine. Especially with like reading news and just things that are happening in the world. At a certain point, you kind of get bombarded with all of this information, and you kind of like become numb to it because there's just so much bad shit happening all the time that I don't know. Like. 
You, I mean, you hear a crazy uh, headline and you're like, yeah, I mean, I guess that's happening now. You know, it's not like, dude, I really don't think anybody, I think, I think like a really small percentage of people care. Like, I think also a lot of it has to be like the news put out so much, just like intense, overwhelming, catastrophic style information for so long that people are just like, mm. Mm. like the personability of the effect on people's emotions based on their like real world experience is not to be underestimated. Like, like you can read about like, Oh, like an entire country, like blows up from a volcano and then like go out and like get a dent on your car and you'll think more about the dent on your car. Right. Mm. Or you'll go out and get lunch. and You'll think more about what you're having for lunch or whatever. than this whole country that just like got engulfed in a volcano or something like People are very much like what's personal and applicable now has carries way more weight, an absolutely obscene amount of more weight than like non-personal experience. You know, it's like the war with Ukraine and Russia. It's like the first month or two we were like, ah, and now people are just, that's cool. Yeah. Um, what do I want for breakfast? Uh, you know? Yeah, it. people don't have the capacity or energy to deal with that. People have barely have the capacity or energy to deal with like their family or their friends or their romantic partners. Like, Some people just, can't even, you know, they barely take care of themselves, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Peeps need more bone marrow. Yeah. Hey, hey boy, you need some more bone. What's wrong? You need some more. You look, you need some more bone marrow in your life. Look at. You're seriously bone marrow deficient. No offense to people that are actually like bone marrow deficient. I think actually most people on this planet haven't tried bone marrow. I don't think it's like a common food for people to have just eaten. Wait, you don't think most most commoners in this world are eating like Vietnamese pho soup with sides of bone marrow with lemon and cilantro right now? I've only ever tried bone marrow like three times actually. What's bizarre about that is there's like so many bones. Like, it seems like it'd be a pretty, like, easy thing for people just to, like, cut the bone. Well, they would need it. a bandsaw. Not everybody. Yeah, that doesn't look like else. an easy thing to cut. No. And a bandsaw takes up a lot of space. So you would have to have, like, either a meat yeah. shop. Do you? I mean, you'd probably get from the meat shop, but... But the bones are pretty much free. I mean, slaughtering a cow is not cheap. Mm-hmm. Out, the, out, out the gate already. So, you know, a bandsaw that's just, like, chopping bones. I mean. Well, honestly, I think eating bone marrow is great because you're already, like, you know, there's a lot of cows being killed. You might as well use the bones, right? Yeah, I mean. Don't throw them out. You already killed the cows. Just, you know, make use of everything. It's really healthy. Yeah. It's definitely, like, I would say, especially, like, in the meat world, it's a top ten, like, thing for me right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know something about it. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> well, yeah, we ate a lot. We had two, but we had like a lot tonight. We had the large soup. Yeah, but then again, we have been in Colombia for a while, and like Vietnamese sizes and Colombian sizes are way different. It's the first time I've actually ever finished a pho. Usually I For like, real. I usually have some. Did you finish the photo and you ate two giant like bones? Yeah. Savage. She's a little <laughs> monster, folks. Don't be fooled by her. 
girlish good looks. She's a little sav over here. Ready to fucking eat the marrow right out your bone. I find I find that my body has been digesting things pretty quickly in this country, though. I don't know. Like, I'm burning a lot of energy. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we are also walking a lot. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know. But still, you know. I used to run, like, almost every day and still, you know. But still, still my beating heart. Yeah, how's that going? How's your, how's your cardio going? My cardio? Well, I mean... I've been trying to, you know, walk. We have to get a place with a gym. Yeah, we definitely do. I miss running a lot. You don't need a gym to run. I know, but I don't like running outside. And mm. I also don't have the shoes to be running outside, you know? Or uphill. Or uphill, yeah. Not a good way to go. It's tough running uphill. And running downhill is not great either. <laughs> you, I mean, you, running in general is like really not where it's at. Run. <laughs> Honestly, I used to feel that way for a long time too until I started regularly running and like feeling the benefits It's really of that. good for you. Yeah. Like... The chemicals it releases, it releases in your brain is very healthy. Yeah. That's probably why the reason why, why like certain drugs are bad that release dopamine is because it's like, it's not necessarily the drug itself is that bad. It's that you're not, you're just like you're substituting your drug use for like natural activities that would release those dopamines that would be healthy for you. Like, right. You know, I literally like the only thing that helped me quit cigarettes was running. I was like, oh, running is actually, running feels better than this. So that's true. Why would nobody I, wants know. to smoke a cig after running. It's like, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, you know, for all of those of you out there who smoke cigarettes, try maybe running and see how you I'm feel. I'm sure it's going to work out. People are going to be like, yeah, I'm going to have a cigarette. Uh, actually, I'm just going to go for a jog. Well, once you start doing it, like. They're also very different experiences. Yeah, that's true. But once you start running, like continuously for a while you start feeling the benefits like your body's gonna not want to have cigarettes because you're gonna feel true. much better you're gonna you're actually gonna feel like the high from running is way better than the high from cigarettes and you can't do both you know that's true can't argue with that just a fun fact yeah i'm a little nervous about the recording because like nothing is maybe it's just because we're recording but like like, I'm not seeing any of the inputs, like, registering. Hmm. Maybe it's the plugin? Um, maybe it'll play it in play black. Play black. Maybe it'll play it in... Maybe it will play it in playback. All right, we'll see. First uh, time we we actually recorded a first version of this that didn't record, so we didn't actually record. <laughs> but first you don't succeed, try, try again. Second. Which is also technically the definition for insanity, right? Is that true? Um, if you keep, if you try again without changing your approach, that's insanity. Mm, okay. So we need to add a little caveat to that. First, you don't succeed, change your approach and then try again. Yes. And then try, try again. Or think about what you No, I mean, like think about what went wrong and then try again, you know? Right. But the saying is just like, if at first you don't succeed, just try, try again. Like that's a directions to the, the madhouse. That's actually, that's actually just yeah just in north america they say that because if you said that to like someone outside north america they'd call you crazy yeah i think we need to adjust that from now on it's gonna be like first you don't succeed examine how you failed change your approach and then try try again yeah <laughs> i didn't even know that was a saying but yeah you know what that saying first you don't succeed try try again not try yeah yeah actually like just try again what do i try try twice try try i don't know that's just how they say it oh. but they are you know those they those they 
Those thems. Oh, yeah, I remember being in school and like teachers saying this, and I was me and my like little Russian upbringing. I was always thinking like this is just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the Russian saying would be like, if at first you don't try, you must continue forever. Well, the funny thing is, is like my mom used to come to my school and she'd be like, why are why are the teachers being so nice to the kids who are like failing? Oh, no. And I was like, I mean, I didn't know how to respond to this, but. You know, because like in Russia or in Russian families, Russian um, household, whatever, like if you're doing badly, like someone will tell you nobody was nobody's going to congratulate you for anything that you didn't do. Nobody's going to give you a participation ribbon. You know, that's like not how it works there at all. It's like if you're doing bad, you're going to know if you're doing good. You're going to know. That's too. fair. I mean, I respect that. It's the, you know, the straightforwardness. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Russia. Mm. I mean, you know, whatever. Shout yeah, out to sh- Ukraine shout also. Out, yeah, shout out, shout out to the good people over there. Shout out to everyone and everything. Why not? Not Putin. Not Putin? No. Putin. Not Putin. Putin. Put- That's a French dish Putin? also, isn't it? Putin. 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 Isn't that a French, French dish? It's a Quebec dish, actually. It's from uh, Quebec. I don't think it's from Quebec. It is from Quebec. I want to bet. You want to bet? Mm-hmm. You know how I am about betting. $100. Oh, no. A hundred bet that Putin... No, you know what? I think I heard $200. this once. No, I think I heard this... Well, fuck no now. See, now you definitely... <laughs> you can't just automatically just double the bet. No one's going to bet you then because they're going to think right. you know what's right. I am 100% sure that it's... I'll take your word for it. All right. I'll take your word for it. You sound like an honest Russian. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, speaking of Russians, shout out to Triangle Sadness. I like that. We could have done a more in-depth movie review, but we didn't. I think we should go to bed. Yeah. I also think that we shouldn't spoil the movie. I think yeah. that people should watch it. Yeah. It's a brilliant, it's, it's actually, a, it's actually a brilliant film. Like I, I actually, I mean, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was really well done. Um, I wish it had an ending that would have been cool. You know what I mean? But like. I feel like maybe some people appreciate these kind of endings, you know, when they're up to interpretation. I mean, really? Yeah, some people do. I don't know. I'm not one of those people, but I know that if they're doing it, that means, you know, there's an audience for that. So, oh, well, I also think the film director kind of just like doesn't really care if people like it or not. I mean, he's just making it, he's just, it's artistic, you know? Yeah, definitely had that kind of vibe. Yeah, he had, you know, he just, just, he he maintained a you know artistic integrity and you know art, artistic control of the film. I mean, you can't can't knock that mm-hmm. really, you know. Yeah. I mean that's some that's that's one of the aspects of art that is truly admirable is that when people just create art uncompromisingly and unapologetically, you know. Hmm. I think that's actually why we're starting to see that sort of thing in the more recent years. I think people are, you know, trying to be more expressive. They're they're like done with all of the limitations that the pandemic had. Now they're like, here's my art, take it or leave it, you know. Who was the director? A uh, Swedish guy. Uh, he had a... Oh, it was so good. Yeah, kind of. Cinematography is incredible either, also. Mm. And it was actually surprisingly surprising. Like yeah. the twist in that film, yeah, like, yeah. oh, wow, oh, ah. Yeah, and it was like funny, but also like introspective as well as altrospective. And it, all in all, a really good like social commentary on the contemporary state of global society. Yeah, pretty well balanced, I would say. 
Dude, it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, yeah, I highly recommend everyone to watch it. All right, shout out Triangle Sadness. Yeah. Ooh. Triangle Sadness and Bone Marrow. And Bone Marrow. And God's Central Air. Totally. In the best city in the pretty in a pretty cool country. For now. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and with that, we're gonna wrap up this uh, this episode of Real Talk Stories. Where everyone's got a story. I hope everyone has a great night, morning, or day, wherever you are. Yeah, and get out there and uh, if you eat meat, go ahead and uh, get out there and get yourself some bone marrow. Yeah. Get some bone marrow. Uh, if you don't eat meat, go out there and get yourself some celery sticks. Um, and don't forget the pho. For real. Um, yeah, for real. Peace and love. love.